Chapters 17 through 20 of the Gospel according to Matthew from the New Testament in Modern English, translated by Ferrar Fenton. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Mark Penfold. Chapter 17 about six days afterwards jesus took peter james and john his brother and went with them up a high mountain privately and he was transfigured in their presence and his face shone like the sun while his garments became white like light and there appeared moses and elijah conversing with him then peter addressing jesus said master how delightful it is for us to be here if you wish we will make three tents one for you one for moses and one for elijah while he was still speaking a shining cloud suddenly floated around them and a voice from the cloud said this is my son my beloved in whom i delight listen to him and the disciples hearing it fell upon their faces and were terrified jesus coming however touched them and said arise and be not in terror then looking up they saw no one except jesus alone and coming down from the mountain jesus enjoined them to report that vision to no person until after the son of man is risen from the dead his disciples then asked him why do the professors then say that elijah must come first elijah indeed will come first and reform all he answered but i tell you that elijah has already been and they did not recognize him on the contrary they did with him what they pleased and in the same way the son of man will be treated by them the disciples then fully comprehended that he spoke to them about john the baptizer and when they came near to the crowd a man approached him kneeling to him and saying master have pity upon my son for he is epileptic and suffers terribly he frequently falls into the fire and often into the water also and i brought him to your disciples but they were not able to cure him then jesus said in reply what an unbelieving and perverted race how long must i remain with you how long must i support you bring him here to me and jesus reproved him and the demon departed from him and the boy was cured from that hour the disciples afterwards approached jesus privately and asked what was the reason why we could not cast that one out the reason was jesus answered them your want of faith for i assure you if you possessed faith like a mustard seed you could say to this mountain be removed from here to there and it would be removed and to you nothing shall be impossible but this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting and as they were traveling in galilee jesus remarked to them the son of man is about to be delivered into the hands of men and they will murder him but he will be raised up the third day and they were deeply grieved then when they entered into capernaum the tax collectors came to peter and said does not your teacher pay the temple tax yes he answered and when he entered the house jesus said to him before he spoke what do you think simon from whom do the kings of the earth take tax or toll from their own children or from other people from other people said peter 
The sons are therefore free, said Jesus to him. But so that we may not aggravate them, go and cast a fishing line into the sea, take the fish that first comes up, and on opening its mouth you will find a stator coin. Taking that, give it to them for you and me. Chapter 18 About that time the disciples approached Jesus, inquiring, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Then Jesus, calling a child to him, placed him in the midst of them, and said, I tell you indeed, that if you do not turn back and become like those children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever therefore may humble himself like this child, he is the most exalted in the kingdom of heaven. And if any accept one such child for my name's sake, he accepts me. But if he cause to sin one of the least of such who believe in me, it would be better for him that a great millstone should be hung around his neck and be sunk into the depth of the sea. Woe to the whole world because of stumbling blocks! It is necessary for stumbling blocks to come, but woe to the man by means of whom they are set up! If even your hand or foot leads you to stumble, cut it off and fling it from you. For it is far better for you to enter into life maimed or lame than to have two hands or two feet to be thrown into the enduring fire. And if your eye tempts you to sin, pluck it out and throw it from you. It is better for you to enter into life with but one eye than having two eyes to be hurled into the fire of Gehenna. See that you do not slight one of these little ones. For I tell you that in heaven their angels always gaze upon the face of my Father who is in heaven. What do you think? If it should happen that a man possessed a hundred sheep and one of them strayed, would he not leave the ninety-nine upon the hill and go in search of the wanderer? And if he finds it, I tell you indeed that he rejoices over that one more than over the ninety-nine which did not go astray. In the same way, it is the wish of my Father who is in heaven that not one of these little ones should be destroyed. If your brother ever wrongs you, go and remonstrate with him while you are by yourselves. If he should listen to you, you will have won your brother over. But if he will not listen, take one or two others along with you, so that by the evidence of two or three witnesses the whole affair may be settled. Then if he will not listen to them, report it to the assembly. And if he also refuses to listen to the assembly, let him be to you just as a heathen and a tax-farmer. I tell you indeed that whatever you may settle upon earth shall be settled in heaven, and if you forgive upon earth, it will be forgiven in heaven. I tell you further that if two of you agree together upon the earth concerning anything for which you ask, it will come to you from my Father who is in heaven." For where two or three gather together for the sake of my name, I am there in the midst of them. Then Peter approached him and asked, How often must my brother wrong me, and I forgive him? For seven times? I tell you not seven times merely, Jesus answered him, but on the contrary, until seventy times seven. Because of this, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a particular king who decided to settle accounts with his officials. And on his beginning to balance, one was brought to him who was indebted to the extent of ten thousand talents, and as he possessed nothing with which to refund it, his master ordered him to be sold, along with his wife and children and everything he had, so that a liquidation might be effected. The official therefore falling down implored him, saying, 
master be patient with me and i will repay you all the master of that official then took pity upon him released him and overlooked the debt that self-same official however on going out met one of his fellow officials who owed him five pounds and he seized him by the throat exclaiming pay me all you owe therefore his companion falling at his feet implored him saying wait a little while and i will repay you he would not however but sent the debtor to prison until he should repay the amount due then his fellow officials seeing what had taken place were greatly grieved and going to their master they related the whole of the particulars then the master calling him forward said to him you contemptible scoundrel i remitted to you the whole of that debt when you asked me would it not have been little enough for you to have pitied your fellow official his infuriated master accordingly handed him over to the jailers until he should refund the whole of his debt in like manner my father the heavenly one will do to you if you do not every one from your hearts pardon your brothers chapter nineteen then it occurred that when jesus had finished these discourses he removed from galilee and went into the borders of judea across the jordan and great crowds following him he cured them there and the pharisees came to put him to the test and they asked him is it legal for a man to divorce his wife for any fault in reply to them he asked have you not read that the one who made them made them from the beginning male and female and said for this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and shall cling to his wife and they too shall become as one person they are therefore no longer two but a single body what then god has united let it not be separated by man why then they asked did moses order the giving of a decree of divorce and separation moses he answered them having regard to the grossness of your natures allowed you to divorce your wives but it was not so from the beginning i therefore tell you that if any one dismisses his wife unless for fornication and marries another he commits adultery his own disciples then remarked if this is the condition of the husband and wife marriage would not be bearable proceeding however he told them all cannot accept this doctrine indeed none but those to whom it is granted still there are single betters who were born so from their mothers and there are single betters who have been made so by men while there are others who keep themselves single for the kingdom of heaven's sake the one who can avail himself of it let him do so then children were brought to him in order that he might lay his hands upon them and pray but the disciples forbade them jesus however said allow the little ones and do not prevent their coming to me for of such is the kingdom of heaven and having laid his hands upon them he went away now it happened that one approached him and said teacher what beneficent act shall i do in order that i may secure everlasting life why he said in reply to him have you asked me about beneficence beneficence is single there is but one alone who is beneficent but if you would enter into life keep the commands how many he asked jesus replied do not murder do not commit adultery do not steal do not commit perjury honor your father and mother and 
love your neighbor as your own self all these said the young man in reply to him i have observed from my childhood what more do i need if you wish to be perfect jesus then said to him go away sell all your possessions and hand over to the poor and you will secure a treasure in heaven and then become a follower of mine having heard that advice however the young man departed greatly grieved for he was the owner of vast possessions then jesus said to his disciples i tell you indeed that the wealthy will enter into the kingdom of heaven with difficulty i can tell you more it is easier for a camel to pass through a narrow doorway than for a wealthy man to gain admittance to the kingdom of god when the disciples heard this they were profoundly astonished exclaiming who then can be saved jesus however fixing his eyes upon them replied by human power this is impossible but by divine power all is possible why remarked peter in reply we have left all and followed you what then will be for us i tell you indeed said jesus to them that you who followed me in the new birth when the son of man will sit upon the throne of his majesty shall then sit upon twelve thrones reigning over the twelve tribes of israel and all who forsake houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or lands on account of my name will receive a hundred times more and shall inherit everlasting life but many of the first will be last and the last first chapter twenty for the kingdom of heaven is like a farmer who went out in the early morning to hire laborers for his vineyard when he had agreed with the workmen for a denarius the day he sent them into the vineyard then going out again at nine o'clock he found others standing idle in the market-place and he said to them you go also into my vineyard and i will pay you whatever is right they accordingly went afterwards going out about noon and at three o'clock he did the same then going out about five o'clock and finding others standing he asked them why do you stand here idle all the day because no one has hired us was their reply he said to them then you also go into the vineyard and whatever may be right i will pay when the evening arrived the owner of the vineyard said to his manager call the workmen and pay them their wages beginning from the last onward to the first and those engaged about five o'clock received each one a denarius then when the earliest hired hands came up they concluded that they would receive more but they only received each one a denarius but on taking it they grumbled against their employer exclaiming why these last comers have only worked one hour yet you have made them equal to us who have borne the weight of the day and the scorching heat my good fellow he answered one of them i do not wrong you did you not bargain with me for a denarius take your wages and go i intend to give this last comer the same as yourself am i not allowed to do what i like with my own or is your eye malicious because i am good-natured in the same way the last may be first and the first last then jesus going up towards jerusalem took the twelve disciples privately aside on the way and said to them we are now going up to jerusalem 
and the son of man will be betrayed to the chief priests and professors who will condemn him to death and deliver him over to the heathen to be insulted and flogged and crucified but the third day he will rise again then the mother of the sons of zebedee approached him with her sons and kneeling asked him to grant her a favor what do you wish he asked her promise she said to him that these my two sons may sit one upon your right and the other upon your left in your kingdom <laughs> you know not what you ask said jesus in reply are you able to drink the cup which i am about to drink and to be baptized with the baptism i shall be baptized with we are able was their reply then he said to them you shall certainly drink of my cup and be baptized with the baptism i am baptized with but to sit upon my right and upon my left is not mine to grant except to those for whom it is prepared by my father when the ten heard this they were indignant about the two brothers but jesus calling them to him said you know that the rulers of the heathen lorded over them and their strong ones oppressed them but it must not be so among you on the contrary whoever desires to be promoted among you let him be your attendant and whoever may desire to take rank among you let him be your servant just as the son of man came not to be served but to serve and to give up his own life as a ransom for many when they were leaving jericho a great crowd followed him and two blind men who were sitting by the roadside learning that jesus was passing by called out exclaiming have mercy upon us master son of david and the crowd ordered them to be silent but they merely called out the louder exclaiming pity us master son of david then jesus standing still spoke to them and asked what do you wish me to do for you master was their reply that our eyes may be reopened jesus full of pity accordingly touched their eyes and at once they saw again and they followed him the end of chapters seventeen through twenty recording by mark penfold